Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie East and this is the standard. In the next seven minutes or so, we'll look back on a week where Russia continued its attacks on Ukraine and Vladimir Putin warned of World War III, but the US and UK doubled down on their military support. A court found the government broke the law over COVID patients, Angela Rayner was under attack, and Elon Musk appeared to buy Twitter. This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7. Don't forget to hit that follow button to get your daily updates at 7am. Russia's war in Ukraine continued this week with more shelling of Ukrainian cities and continuing battles in the Donbass region. International diplomatic efforts stepped up with the arrival of the US Secretary of State Antony Blinken and the Secretary of Defence Lloyd Austin in Kyiv. Both Finland and Sweden are now accelerating their applications to join NATO with a joint submission expected in May and US Secretary of Defence Austin was explicit in describing America's intention for Russia as the war rolls on. Uh, We want to see Russia weakened to the degree that it can't uh, do the kinds of things that it has done in invading Ukraine. President Zelensky expressed his gratitude to the US for their continued support in their battle for democracy. I am grateful to the people of the United States and personally to President Biden for the the strong and sincere support we receive. These are real things that strengthen not only our state, but democracy as a whole. We share the same understanding with the United States. When democracy wins in one country, it wins all over the world. President Putin continued to threaten Ukraine's allies, warning that no option was off the table if they continued to interfere in Russia's special operation. If anyone attempts to interfere in these events from the outside, they must realize that our response to their attacks will be swift. We have weapons that no other nation has and we will use them if needed. But the UK's Foreign Secretary Liz Truss, speaking at the Mansion House in London, called for a more aggressive approach to the war, promising more heavy weapons, but also calling on countries to raise their sights and set a bolder objective. Britain has always stood up to bullies. We've always been risk takers. So we are prepared to be bold. The war in Ukraine is our war. It's everyone's war because Ukraine's victory is a strategic imperative for all of us. We're doubling down. We will keep going further and faster to push Russia out of the whole of Ukraine. The UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres visited Kyiv on Thursday, where he met with President Zelensky. But as he was doing so, two Russian cruise missiles hit downtown Kyiv in what was described by Ukrainian officials as a postcard from Moscow. He also toured the sites of mass graves and saw at first hand the destruction wrought on the suburbs of the city. I imagine my family in one of those houses that is now destroyed and black. The war is an absurdity in the 21st century. The war is evil. Six. 
So right from the start, we've tried to throw a protective ring around our care homes. That was former Health Secretary Matt Hancock claiming that the government's policy was to protect care homes during the COVID pandemic. However, a court judgment on Wednesday ruled that discharging untested patients into care homes was unlawful. Dr Cathy Gardner, whose father died from COVID in a care home, spoke outside the court. Matt Hancock's claim that the government threw a protective ring around care homes was nothing more than a despicable lie of which he ought to be ashamed and for which he ought to apologise. Prime Minister Boris Johnson spoke in the Commons and reiterated government apologies and sympathies for those who've lost loved ones, but he also defended decisions made at the time. I want to remind the House of what an incredibly difficult time that was and how difficult that decision was. We didn't know very much about the disease. Matt Hancock emerged to make an apology, although he was still blaming the science. I reiterate the apology to all those who lost loved ones. I wish that the knowledge about asymptomatic transmission, I'd known it earlier. Labour's deputy leader Angela Rayner spoke out on Tuesday following the Tory misogynistic attack that ran in the mail on Sunday. The article, which described her as a Sharon Stone-esque distraction to Boris in the Commons, led to a huge groundswell of support for her, with an apology from Boris and an invitation to the Mail on Sunday for a meeting with the Speaker of the House, Lindsay Hoyle. The Mail's editor, David Dillon, however, declined the invitation in the name of press freedom, and it's doubled down on the story in today's edition, with more Tory MPs quoting Rayner herself as laughing and joking over the tactic. Angela spoke to Lorraine on ITV, and she says while the support's been great, there was no need for the story at all. It is frustrating that people think that about women from my background. Now, as a young person grew up on a council estate, and, you know, people who look at, down on people like me and are still doing that today, it says a lot about them, that that's what they think. Sunday saw voting in the French presidential elections as Emmanuel Macron faced down a challenge from far-right candidate Marine Le Pen. Polls closed on Sunday evening and the early indications from exit polls is that Macron has triumphed with a projected 58% of the vote compared to his rival's 42%. It's the first time a serving president has ever been re-elected and he'll serve a five-year term. He spoke in front of the Eiffel Tower and pledged to be a president for everyone, even those who'd voted for his rival. And I intensely love this people. I'm so proud to serve this people once more. Long live the Republic. Long live France. Still to come on the standout seven, Elon Musk goes shopping and James Corden has a surprise for his fans right after this. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Welcome back. Elon Musk has swooped in and closed the deal for Twitter, spending $44 billion to snap up the social media platform and take it private. He says it has tremendous potential, which is keen to unlock and has pledged to improve the product and defeat the spam bots. 
ABC News business analyst Alexis Christophers thinks he may have other plans up his sleeve too. We know that he wants to take Twitter private, which means it will not have to answer to shareholders anymore and would not have mm. to answer to advertisers. So uh, a lot of folks think that he may actually turn Twitter into a paid subscription service or there may be a tiered premium type service where you pay for more content and then there's a basic service for free. We'll have to see. He's also promised to keep Twitter a space for free speech, but the big question remains whether or not Donald Trump would be welcome back. Devin Nunes is CEO of Donald's own social media company, True Social, and he says the big guy isn't even interested. Well, I can only report what he said. He said he really doesn't have an interest in going on Twitter, and my, and my guess is that would continue to be the same. A brand new documentary dropped on Tuesday night, the outcome of a joint investigation between the BBC and The Guardian. It's called Tim Westwood Abuse of Power, and it accuses the ex-Radio 1 DJ of predatory and unwanted sexual behaviour between 1992 and 2017. Westwood, who's the son of a bishop, was an early champion of hip-hop in the UK and also presented MTV's Pimp My Ride. He's currently on Capital Extra and he strenuously denies the allegations. One of the women, identified in the documentary as Isabel, described what happened when he picked her up in his car. And when I got there, he was in a car. It's a complete assumption I've made that we're going somewhere to talk about the music. And then the next thing, he's undone his trousers. He actually tapped me to turn around and look at the fact that he's exposing himself. And I've seen and I'm like, oh no, oh, oh no, like, oh my God. James Corden's been hosting CBS's Late Late Show for just over seven years now. He's had big viral hits with things like Carpool Karaoke and the show's YouTube page has had almost 10 billion views. So everyone was slightly surprised by his announcement live on air on Thursday evening. Um, I've decided to sign for one more year on the show and that this will be, this will be my last year hosting The Late Late Show. Don't you dare. I've got to tell you, we're not leaving today. We still have a year. We are all determined to make this the best year we have ever had. And there's going to be carpools and crosswalks and sketches and, and there'll, be, there's, there'll be tears. He's not coming back here to host Smart 7, is he, guys? 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 No, wait, hey. This has been the Standout 7, the best of the week from the Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. with the Sunday 7. Have a great rest of your weekend. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.